0: Hello everyone and welcome back to The Underway, where we talk about everything and anything in our lives. I'm your host Danelle.
1: And I'm Jordan. So today we're gonna talk about, basically, what's happening in the fashion world right now.
0: Right, we may not be the most stylish people in the world, but we say we have an interest in fashion and at least pay attention to what we wear.
1: Right, I mean, if I had the money, of course i have my dream wardrobe with all my favorite designers inside, but for now, I'm just busy saving everything into my Pinterest mood boards.
0: Yeah, same. All of my Pinterest mood boards are just filled with outfits, and even the outfits that I don't think I'll ever wear, but you know, whatever. So, anyway, let's just get right into it.
1: Okay, but first, let's just jump into a quick commercial break.
0: It's time to take your mind off somewhere else. Go create a space. You can be in a concert, be part of a podcast, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, belt out your favorite song, discover a world of music and podcasts. Listening is everything on Spotify. So, what I think is the biggest feature of fashion right now is how it's also decentralized.
1: Decentralized?
0: I mean it's like more universal right now and more free in a way. I would say there isn't really a main trend that everyone is, you know, following right now. And if I ask you, what comes to mind when defining the fashion aesthetic of 2020s?
1: Mm, okay. For me, I think what comes to mind right now is like cargo pants. And maybe basketball shoes, you know, with all the hype behind Nike and New Balance last year But I can't really say that everyone is following this specific trend Like not even all the main, major fashion influencers
0: Mm -hmm. I think I'd say it's a mix of everything Like it's bits of fashion derived from here and there Especially from, you know, previous decades And you know, like mom jeans, baby tees, low waist jeans and all those They're coming back into trend right now And all of these are actually taken from the early 2000s.
1: Yeah, sort of like that Y2K trend that took over the world. But then again, it's kind of different this time. Like, you know what, once that trend came out, there's so many people talking about it and discussing stuff like, what is the real Y2K? Or the skinny and the white beauty standards of that decade? Or just promoting overconsumption? Or like, there's so many people just cringing at people bringing back their awkward childhood memories.
0: Yeah, actually, I've come across people talking about it on Twitter as well. And do you know that the Y2K actually originated from the Black American culture? Really? Yeah, and the thing is, they're not getting the credit they deserve. The article by 34th Street mentions how artists like Janet Jackson, Destiny's Child, and Missy Elliott influenced this aesthetic, but are barely mentioned in any articles, you know, talking about Y2K. And the thing is, a lot of people don't actually know this because... When Y2K is mentioned, they might instantly think of early 2000s white girl fashion from chick flicks such as Mean Girls, Legally Blonde, and Clueless.
1: Yeah, that's a good point too, but in a way that's sort of how fashion is, right? Like Just focusing on the surface, the superficial stuff, and now that they wrote they talk. I think that social media right now is really playing a, such a major role in influencing how people talk about fashion. Like, Luckily, we're no longer in that 2010s era, that hypebeast era where everyone's just chasing down to the latest, hottest item and reselling it for like five times the price. And right now, I'd say that people are really just focused on curating their own personal style that can really suit their own lives.
0: Yeah, totally. And dude, I'm just glad that we are over the hypebeast era because those things are like low-key so ugly. (laughs) But back to what you're saying, I definitely agree, especially since, you know, this generation prioritises self-expression, and they want to be their own person instead of following the crowd. And it's also crazy how people get over trends so easily. Do you remember the white chunky fila shoes?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, those are called fila disruptors. Yeah, yeah, that.
0: You know, I remember the first time when I saw the shoe was at, I think I was sitting at a cafe, and I saw it, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's so cute, because it, it was something different, you know, it was something... I don't know, chunky? Chunky. (laughs) But literally, after that day, everyone I came across had a pair of them on. Ironically, after a year, right, people just switched up and decided that they were ugly. Like, all over Twitter and Instagram, man, there were memes making fun of those shoes and you would literally get flamed if you own one of those. You know Days magazine? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they named it the most meme shoe in the world, saying it just makes your feet look enormous.
1: Oh my god. But that's also a great example, of. You know how fast the fashion cycle turns like imagine someone who saved up like a couple months just to buy a pair of stickers that they've been, ha- they've been having their eye on for a while and once they finally got their hands on them they'll be made fun of it like within what two weeks and that's one part of quote unquote fashion that i think a lot of people don't really like it because what you're wearing is only considered cool if other people think it's cool And what other people think is cool is affected by what they see on Instagram, what they see on TikTok, everything there.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I'd actually be lying if I said that I'm not affected by what other people think of what I wear because, you know, at the end of the day, there's always this subconscious in my head that I always have to make sure that my personality can show in my outfit. But also, at the same time, as long as I'm comfortable, it's alright, you know. But first impressions matter a lot. And well, I want to be cool in other people's eyes.
1: Yeah, well, everyone wants their own brand nowadays. But going back to our main topic, I think there's just so much more room now for people to explore. Like, no one's just copying the main silhouettes that's everyone wearing. There's so many new terms that have popped up recently, like cottagecore, maximalism, gorpcore.
0: Gorpcore? What the hell is that?
1: Okay, picture this. Gulpcore is influenced by Nature and hiking activities You know outdoor stuff Yeah. So imagine rain jackets Utility pants And like hiking boots
0: Oh my gosh that's actually cute I think I've seen those on TikTok before But why did you mention it though Are you into core? Uh
1: I don't know But okay Right now I can't really describe my style It's more like a blend of everything I'm consuming But okay if I want to try to describe it in one sentence It's like Japanese cozy fashion mixed with American trekker style. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it does. It's like keeping it comfy at the same time stylish.
1: Yeah, I do like being comfortable in my clothes though.
0: Same. I feel like in order for me to feel confident in what I wear, like personally, right, I have to be super comfortable in it.
1: Okay, but from what I see, I think you're kind of like the pincher style, if that makes sense. You know, you like to wear a lot of loungewear, but also a lot of cute crop tops too.
0: Yeah, I mean, I told you before, I basically live on Pinterest. So, most of my outfits are from Pinterest, you know. Like, they are inspired from Pinterest. And even so, I wouldn't really say that I have a specific style. I would say that I have phases. Because, okay, I can be wearing, like, neutral outfits for a week straight and then get bored of it. And then for the next week, you'll see me in, like, pastel outfits. And then I get bored of that again and it's a whole cycle.
1: I totally feel you. I always have to resist this urge to, you know, go through my fifth rebranding, completely change up my style and my personality. But right now, I think I'm really focusing on avoiding fast fashion and investing in really timeless, quality pieces.
0: Yeah, that's good actually, because we can't just be like buying new clothes every time our style changes. And I mean, you'd really have to be rich to do that. Not that I'm encouraging it though.
1: It's also the kind of people who do this kind of thing. They don't see like the true value behind their clothes. They think they can wear something like once or twice and just throw it away, or like if they're good enough, they'll donate it. But god forbid someone sees them repeating an outfit.
0: Exactly, like washing machines exist for a reason, you know. It's not the end of the world if your friends see you in the same outfit.
1: And the whole process is just so unsustainable.
0: But on the bright side, there have actually been more discussions about fast fashion in general, like recently. Companies like H&M and Cotton On, they pump out new clothes at crazy rates, which is obviously very unsustainable. Right. And according to Lithium Magazine, fast fashion companies constantly making and promoting new clothes will actually drive people to consume more and more. And many people don't know that the clothing industry is actually one of the biggest polluters in the world. Like, they don't realise the true cost of making an actual good piece of clothing. For example, the amount of water, resources, and even underpaid labor used to make a single t-shirt is just astonishing.
1: And don't even get me started on Shein. You know, Business of Fashion, they posted a couple of infographics showing that Shein actually turns out 20 times more stars than their rivals in a year. And their company is valued at almost $100 billion. Dude,
0: have you seen those sheen hauls on TikTok that were, like, trending last year?
1: Oh my god, those are so crazy. Like, people literally just buy 10 to 20 pieces and, like, this sheen haul just to show it off on social media.
0: Exactly. And the thing is, there were actually people defending them in the comments and using the justification that, you know, lower-income people deserve to have nice clothes too.
1: That's the thing, though. But... One major point a lot of people overlook is just the fact that, you know, you can just buy less, Mm -hmm. you know. No one's, there's there's absolutely no need to, like, completely revamp your wardrobe every couple months or every month. And, you know, no no one's stopping you from actually going out to buy a few pieces and taking good care of them so that it will last you, like, you know, almost a lifetime. And, you know, those people who post these videos, they're mainly from America or Western countries. And being from a first world country like that, there's always better options to shop more ethically, whether it's thrifting or buying from local
0: brands. Mm -hmm. And speaking of thrifting, I feel like it's easier now for everyone since thrift stores are open almost everywhere, literally in Malaysia as well, which is like quite surprising. And thanks to like TikTok and Twitter, people are more open to buying second hand clothes now that it's considered cool to thrift. You know, I remember there used to be a strong stigma against thrifting saying that they were dirty. Especially since it was like, you know, where a lot of lower income people shop. And I don't know if it's just the older generation, but my mom, she always used to like go against me buying thrifted clothes. Like I would come back with bags of them and she would say stuff like, Oh, why do you want to wear what other people wore before? Or like, oh, what if someone died in those?
1: Okay, but unless there's actual gross stuff in there, like blood stains. Most of them just throw in the washing machine once, and it's as good as it's new. No one can even tell that it's thrifted. Like, it's so worth it to me to go to a thrift store and buy like a pants, a perfectly good pair of pants for ten ringgit. But when you go to a normal retail store, those basic pairs will cost even up to a hundred ringgit.
0: Exactly, and you can actually save so much more money just by buying a slightly older piece. And not to mention, right, the feeling of hitting the jackpot when you find an authentic vintage clothing piece or like a pants or you know whatever you know and not the ones where they put a fake vintage wash in the factory and charge for like an extra 20 bucks
1: yeah but there's the dark side to it though you know with the rise of platforms like Depop, there's so many resellers popping up recently and they'll literally sell a hoodie for a hundred ringgit just because there's a tiny champion logo on it
0: oh those i mean good for them for starting their own business i respect the hustle but You can't expect people not to freak out when you're promoting the idea of thrifting while exploiting your customers.
1: I think what's important for people right now who are really interested in building their own style is invest in timeless pieces.
0: Yeah, and don't get something just because everyone's getting it. Get it because you like it.
1: Hey you. Yes, you. You're not thinking about texting and driving, right? Are you nuts? Being on a statistic is not a good look on you. Texting and driving has been an ongoing pandemic that still haunts the lives of many Malaysians today. In 2018, an estimate of 500,000 accidents were involved where around 6,000 were fatalities and one of the major reasons was distracted driving. But hey, why do you want to listen to a random voice telling you to stay safe, huh? All it takes is just sending that one text message to your friend and If you value your life, please stop texting and driving If you have missed out on the Tastefully F&B Expo hosted by Lance Ford Exhibitions in May Don't fret, Tastefully F&B Expo is coming back on the June 3rd with a showcase of food products, kitchen machinery, as well as food technology. For more information, please visit www.tastefullyexpo.com
0: So, we've mentioned not blindly following trends, but to expand on that, the fashion industry always repeats itself. Like how people say that clothes will always be back in style every 20 years. When Stranger Things first aired, everyone loved this aesthetic, which came from the 80s. And then 90s fashion came back with everyone trying to dress up as Rachel from France. And then, of course, came the big Y2K trend.
1: Dude, I've even seen people reminiscing about that 2014 Tumblr trend. Do you even remember that? Yeah, yeah, I do. You know, things like tennis skirts, fishnet stockings, Doc Martens. Of course, they always had to have AM by Arctic Monkeys or Pure Heron by Lord playing in the background.
0: If I told you that I was actually one of them, would you hate me?
1: <laughs> uh, Not hate, but you know. Kind of judge you. (laughs) But that's what I'm saying, like, since what's popular is always going to change, why not go out there and do your own research, find your own inspirations, then your style will always be uniquely yours. You know, I've even seen people on TikTok, like, they're wearing these outfits with bell-bottom jeans. And, you know, just a few years ago, they'd be made fun of and this would be, like, the lamest thing on the internet. But right now, if they look cool, I mean, I wouldn't personally wear it, but... If they look cool and they feel confident, why not?
0: Yeah, and same goes for the girls who dress in Victorian dresses. Oh, and on that note, growing up, I would always throw out clothes that I didn't find pretty at that moment. And my mom would always say things like, oh, you'll wear it in the future, just keep it, and stuff like that, you know.
1: Do you ever regret throwing out anything?
0: Yeah, a lot. Because a lot of what I threw out like last time is back in trend now. And this also just further proves how trends are cyclical. And it's really hard to predict what's considered outdated now can be considered as like the next trend cycle. So pro tip guys, just be a hoarder and hoard everything you own.
1: Don't do that. I mean, unless you're up on reality TV again. <laughs> but don't you think that trends these days, they're getting shorter and shorter?
0: Oh, uh, I guess. But what do you mean by that?
1: It's the way that, you know last time, trends used to last a few years, and it's become a few months. And lately, it's even been just a few weeks or a couple of days.
0: Oh yeah, and it's exactly like how I see fashion influencers on Instagram. They start wearing the same thing for like, I don't know, a week straight. And then they hop onto the next trend a week later. Like what I'm saying is like, you, you can see a few like fashion influencers wearing the same pink fluffy shoulder bag all over your Instagram feed. And then the next week, it'll be like a different type of item, you know?
1: Oh yeah. And like, you know with Gorb there was this big thing with this rain jacket by this brand, Arcteryx. Like, people were literally buying them and then taking videos of them, taking a shower in the jacket, just to show how waterproof they were.
0: Wait, seriously?
1: Yeah, no joke. And then the funny thing is, literally the next video, they'll be talking about how they really gotten sick of this jacket, and they want to sell it off already.
0: Whoa, they switch up so fast, man. Oh yeah, also this reminded me of like the beaded jewellery trend that resurfaced back in like quarantine 2021. 20, Do you remember those uh, beaded accessories that we'd make for our friends, you know, when we were like 6, 7?
1: Oh, the ones with like those charms and those tiny little yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 those.
0: You know, it resurfaced back in like quarantine and literally everyone was participating in it. You know, whether they're hopping on the bandwagon or selling it, literally everyone had their hands busy making them. And of course, myself included.
1: I remember, you know, that time you said you actually made one for all of us.
0: Yeah, well, you know how bad my attention span is. Anyway, you know, it didn't really take long for the hype to die down anyway. It's
1: so complicated. Maybe we should all just forget fashion, go back to being cavemen, and just wear, like, animal skin on our bodies.
0: (laughs) I think we're getting a little off topic here.
1: Okay, but actually it's almost time to end this show. But before we go, Dano, I actually want to ask you this question. Why does fashion matter to you? What makes you want to dress up?
0: Hmm. Well, for me, fashion is something that can show my personality and like who I am as a person without doing any talking. You know, like first impressions? hmm Right. So besides that, it also gives me a sense of identity, which is something that I've been struggling with for like quite some time. So... Yeah, and also, of course, wearing cute outfits makes me feel very confident.
1: Of course. You know, if you look good, you feel good. Mm -hmm. But for me, I think, yeah, it's kind of the same as you. But it's more like a blend of, like, self-expression and, I guess, confidence. You know, as I get more deep into fashion and I try new styles, I can, you know, I can look in the mirror and feel more confident about myself. And, you know, it's also important to look decent. Not just for other people, but for yourself too. I don't want to be those kind of people that just wear the same things every day and, you know, don't care about anything at all. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think that's basically it for, you know, today's ramble.
0: So make sure to tune in next time for more of our deep thoughts. To support us, please rate us 5 stars and leave a lovely review.
1: See you next time. Bye!
0: Bye!